0: Nice.
1: I don't have to make room for my notes since I have no notes. <laughs>
0: uh, you know what? I didn't put in this fucking list. I didn't put herbs in this list, which is, well, no, it's, I mean, well, herbs, herbs are kind of like incense, but not, it's not the same. <laughs> I'm trying to just find like a very, like a very like uh cut, cut and dry version of like why witches use <laughs> herbs. And the first thing that comes up is botany, which is the practice of divination using herbs. And I'm like, oh, I want to use that. But I have another blog that's dedicated to just divination. And I don't know if I want to go through that this episode. Is,
1: is it witchcraft tools and trinkets?
0: Yeah, that's the one. Okay. Right. I'm still working on the divination blog post because there's just so much and I don't want to.
1: There's so many different kinds Dude, of divination. Dude,
0: I, I don't know if you saw those fucking links, but there was over like a hundred there's over a hundred different kinds of divination
1: types. Damn.
0: Yeah, and that's, yeah, that's that's like when I looked
1: up types of witches and I'm like, there's no way I'm covering all of them. Yeah, I mean, there's the best, too many.
0: Yeah, the best you can do is just talk about like.
1: I, I didn't even cover like, hoodoo or voodoo. I just realized. Oh, dude,
0: it's yeah, hoodoo and voodoo are are big ones um yeah. but it's not that's not uh a... my,
1: my apologies for
0: no it's okay because that can be a, honestly that should just be an an episode in itself because there's so much mm-hmm. on it that's what i'm saying like we can totally break it up it doesn't have to be like we need all of this information right now mm-hmm. but that's why i thought it would be good to just talk about witchy tools Shit. well
1: i forgot to bring my cider damn it let me see if i can text my dad to bring it that's fine <laughs> <laughs>
0: um okay so um, Mm i'm trying to find just a little like see there's this is what i was looking for there's like there's like a cute little many okay so this is tell me if this describes the use of herbs you're a green green witch you'd know myrrh was burned on a daily basis by ancient egyptians this was done as an offering to the gods and there were as many uh, there were many stories this person's writing is kind of weird and i'm so, <laughs> this is gonna go great. <laughs> no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I can, it'll be fine. No worries. Okay. Divination tools. So, today we're gonna be talking about tools and trinkets that witches use in their practice and maybe like alternate items to use. Like, if you don't have the money to buy certain trinkets, like what you can use instead of that. And then at the end, I'm going to um hopefully guide you in a little spell that is uh for clarity so we'll get more into that at the end of the episode so um do you want to just do it like I i go over one and then you go over one does that sound good um and we can just talk through it together
1: sure i think for the purpose of i think it's gonna be best like since um since you did like the outline and you might know more about some of these things because I'm more of a witchling than you are um I'll just like chime in like I'll if you can like start the topic and then I'll like chime in and put in what I know
0: all right so we're just going to be going over like common we're just going to be going over like common witchy tools that are used in the practice uh and if you don't have the funds to to buy these things or if you just don't feel like you need to have a specific item because there's an alternative option then this uh, episode will be for you um so the first thing we have is an athame so this is like a ritualistic tool that you use um for typically this is used for like casting spells or not spells. sorry cast- <laughs> casting spells casting circles and mm-hmm. closing circles um, it's also used for like, uh, like I said, like ri- ritualistic ceremonies, like, um, for example, like a, one that's coming up pretty quickly is, uh, belt, beltane, beltane, beltane.
1: I think it's beltane.
0: Yeah. It's uh... I just a real
1: wrong, but I think it's beltane.
0: Yeah. So beltane's coming up. And if you wanted to do a, a ritual for that, you could f- perhaps use a, uh, anathema for, for that. So anathema is a knife that's used to focus energy and intention it should never be used for cutting or to cause any physical harm the athame represents the masculine energy and the element of fire so um the next one we have seen such
1: i've seen such gore though if you do have the funds to get an athame the amount of gorgeous athames that are on etsy holy crap like ones that like have like crystals encrusted on like their handle mm-hmm. and like just, oh, gorgeous just so pretty
0: yeah the thing that's the thing about like uh witchy aesthetic is that they there are so many different options and things that you can buy like you don't mm-hmm. even need to have something that's like, super pretty um you can just use like you just need to make sure that when you when you obtain an item that you want to use for a specific thing, it's very mm-hmm. important for you to sit with that item and put your intention into it. So, like, say like uh you say that you do buy anathema, you're gonna want to sit with it for a moment and say, like, this this tool is used for this specific reason, or I'm gonna be <laughs> using it for just rituals, or I'm only gonna be using it for just this. And so that way you're kind of charging it with what you want to use it for with your practice. And it has it it's therefore so much more uh Like it strengthens it so much more because of your intention. Mm -hmm. Um, So the next one we have is wand, which is, in my opinion, very close um, to an athame. Like you can either use one or the other. You can use both. But um, a wand is very similar. Like you can use it for the same thing to focus your energy and intention um a wand can be created in any material that you feel connected to so it could be wood or bone or metal um so like the athame uh it should be very personal to you
1: mm-hmm.
0: um just like, like what calls to you the yeah. materials that call to you and, uh, and the other thing about this is that these items are things that should call to you they should be yeah they should be things that you feel connected to you should never have something i shouldn't say never uh you should when you when you well it behooves
1: you to yeah like for your witchy materials that they are things that
0: it's very it's just speak to you and like not not to be like marie kondo on this but um like if it doesn't (laughs) i'm serious though if it doesn't bring you happiness like why do you have it on your altar like that's really, that's really, or, or why do you have it in your practice? Like you sh- these items should really like call to you in some way. Like, oh, I use this because of this, or I have this on there because of this. And it should really call to you in some way. Um, so yes, like the athame, the wand is used to focus energy and intention. You can use it uh, to open and close um, circles and also in your spell work, depending on mm-hmm. whether or not you need to use energy in a particular way. Um, and it can represent the element of air. I, I have a little wand on my altar. It's not like, it's not anything. It's, I, I found it in my backyard and it's like a really weird looking stick, but I was like, this is my wand and I know it. And I just put it on my altar and it's there and I haven't used, I haven't, uh, yeah. So, um, I haven't really used it in a spell, but I have used it to like open and close a, a circle before. So, um, that's my intention with it. Okay. Awesome. I
1: just use my pointer finger.
0: So that's another thing. Yeah. When you're opening when yeah. you're opening and closing a circle, you don't need an a- anathema or a wand. Mm-hmm. You can totally just use your freaking hand or your finger or I think yeah. it, they even say that you can use like a crystal.
1: Yeah. I like I have a I have a fluorite that is mm-hmm. um, shaped in like I think it's the the pencil where it's flat and it's like a little tower pointed. Yeah. yeah. And things that are like just shaped pointed. It's like it helps like focus like centralized energy and Mm -hmm. you know put it in the direction that you want it but sometimes i mean you can just if you don't have any of those just use your own power
0: right exactly
1: yeah yeah use your pointer finger
0: literally like all your middle finger it all falls back to (laughs) you're the witch yeah it comes from within and these tools are just here to help you Mm -hmm. to help with strengthen your intention that's really it so the next thing we have is the chalice a chalice uh usually you would see if you if you google chalice you'll see like a goblet style like cup and mm-hmm. uh this is used to like drink wine or some kind of tea or uh if you have like a, also a would post- be just water if be water yeah. yeah if you don't if you don't want to drink wine or if you don't want to uh indulge in alcohol <laughs> you yeah. can just you,
1: you i can mean just... And sometimes there are spells that you know are just like that call for water or a different kind of you know
0: yeah um so typically liquid. yeah typically they well for most uh, what i've come across is mo- most of them do end up having like some form of alcohol or it's like uh, a potion that you end up drinking during a ritual but water mm-hmm. ha- yeah water definitely can be one of those things um and then uh what it, what i what i said here is that you can you can use a mug or a cup you just again have to dedicate that mug or cup for, to that sp- you can't you can't use the same cup that you you know you're drinking coffee and tea out of that you're using for like rituals mm-hmm. it's just it's a you want to make sure that whatever you're using is uh is dedicated for dedicated to that it'll just bring it more power
1: in my opinion mm-hmm. okay yeah so- i mean it's a good rule, rule of thumb when you think of um for example like Organized religions and the tools that they use During Mm -hmm. their um, like religious Gatherings Mm -hmm. for me I grew up Catholic so During the Eucharist you don't See the priest using just like Any mug or Styrofoam cup that he finds in the back of the Church like it's it's a dedicated I mean vessel if you just that,
0: If you're in a pinch and you've Never done this before sure Grab a cup out of your out of your cupboard And use that but just you know I think like at least put your intention into the cup, like I'm using this for this particular ritual, um, and so uh, the chalice or your cup or whatever it is that you have uh, can represent the element of water. Then we have the pentacle. Um, if you have it on an altar, it can come in either the form of a pendant or a platen.
1: I don't even know what a what is a platen.
0: Let me look this up because I'm I made these notes, but I was also using websites.
1: Oh, for people who don't know what the pentacle is, it's the star.
0: It's a, Yeah, it's basically yeah, like it's the star that represents all the elements, earth, air, yeah. fire, water, spirit.
1: But like when you think of like witches, I'm just thinking for people listening and that aren't aspiring witches, maybe they're just curious. Yeah. Um, that is what we're referring to is that it's kind this, of. It's um, the
0: star that's encompassed in the circle. Mm-hmm,
1: in the circle. So that quintessential kind of like symbol for witchiness. Qu- that's what that represents. Witchcraft witchcraft
0: <laughs> I can't find what a platon is okay I just scratched that
1: um, do you think maybe it was just plate that you were typing <laughs> or do you... <laughs> I don't know
0: maybe it was just plate and I just accidentally I don't okay uh, what does it say I... a pendant or a plate yeah I mean maybe it's just a plate
1: I'm I like platon better
0: platon. <laughs> platon
1: can be your special plate it reminds me of for plan- your altar
0: like plankton <laughs> <laughs> <Blinked>. <laughs> okay so right. uh so the pentacle represents earth um and is used to cleanse yourself and your surroundings uh and other al- items on your altar but i don't think that the pentacle only represents earth i feel like the pentacle really represents all the elements in my opinion okay so Um, Then we have the cauldron. I think we talked about this briefly, like, Mm -hmm. uh, so like, um, like the chalice, uh, the cauldron can also represent the element of water. A cauldron can hold many things like water, herbs, incense, candles, um, and is very useful when it comes to rituals involving burning and creating small fires because it's contained. Mm -hmm. Um, The materials used for pot-bellied cauldrons is cast iron. This is mainly due to the fact that cast iron cauldrons can take heat and don't crack under high temperatures. And man, if you yeah. look up some of these, they are so freaking cute. I want one so bad. I don't have one yet. That's the
1: thing with witch tools, mm. like people—they're just so artisanal and yeah. gorgeous and bes- bespoke. Yeah, um, it's, it's hard really not to hard want to want not them. get like, yeah, like swept away with. I just want all the things because yeah, so, it's, it's witchcraft is so pretty. I just don't know. It's like, so I'm trying you to think really of like good. what else
0: is cast iron that you could use in replace a of cast iron a- pan yeah i mean but what if you don't even have that skillet
1: um well i think maybe just like a fire safe bowl
0: mm-hmm.
1: in place um yeah because i mean again it can hold like herbs and water and stuff but if you're like for candle work or if like in spells you're doing like an inscription like of your intention and then you need to burn it or right. something and yeah. you need a place to have that piece of paper or whatever's burning burn so that it's safe, because um, I'm sure there's just plenty of people like maybe who like have a candle tried to holder? do spell work, and then they burned out in their house. Like, just you have to be. It's like it's both. Um, like, would you I say? Think, would you say like maybe
0: like a candle holder would be a good um, like replacement of that because it can contain um, fire and like it'll kind of keep it in in a contained space.
1: I think if you're trying to replace a cauldron, it needs to be a fire safe like bowl-like vessel Mm
0: -hmm. because a candle
1: holder it just kind of just holds the candle you can't like hold water or the herbs in it Mm -hmm. Um, but i mean that's the thing like uh, you don't need a cauldron to work with candles like you can just get a candle holder and you can get another bowl that's going to serve for like the water and herbs and incense and stuff like it doesn't you can get creative with it but that's just like one of the tools i think it's just important
0: to note that whatever you're using that it doesn't crack under That's high the important thing with
1: cauldrons; it has to be heat safe.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's important for that. And like, uh, I can attest to this being like an issue because I, I definitely have I've I've played with fire a lot in my day, and <laughs> especially with like my like when I was younger doing spells before I considered myself a witch, uh, made lots of messes and um, almost burnt uh, you know things due to not doing it proper. I was young. I didn't fucking know what I was doing. It's like, I'll just burn Mm -hmm. this. It
1: feels right. You know? Again, remember the episode where we said like children can be such assholes, like and and that they're just stupid. We're stupid. Like everyone has like a story where like what the fuck was I thinking? Well that's the thing. (laughs) Your brain wasn't like developed enough to be able to think It's like you
0: knew (laughs) you you knew in your you knew in your gut that you needed to burn it, but you just didn't have the right tools. You know what I mean? Like that's Mm kind of where I was at. Like I knew it felt right to burn the material sure. or the, pra- but the paper to have,
1: like the forethought of like how to do this safely right so yeah. that's
0: that's another yeah. thing Is just like when you're when you're casting your spells or when you're doing your, your your um your thing you should definitely make sure that all the tools that you have even if they're not like the quote-unquote uh like perfect professional witchy related tools they should mm-hmm. be at least what is the word i'm looking for here
1: like serving the same Purpose and they having like start- the same kind yes. of practical qualities. Exactly. Of them.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
1: Okay. Man, I want a cauldron. That drink. is the cauldron. I just love how we're going. Th- I feel like we're going through like the Hogwarts um, checklist uh, <laughs> what, that you get when oh you go God. to Diagon Alley, and you're like, I'm about to go to which wizard school, and I need my cauldron, and I need my wand. <laughs> but honestly, I feel
0: like this is so important because <laughs> some mm-hmm. people, especially people that are starting out, they don't know these things. Yeah, And, you know, I don't, I mean, I apologize to, you know, the witches that are listening to this that have all of, they already know. So just like, shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah, you can, you can, I guess, fast forward, go to the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> if you already know all the things. Yeah, exactly. But again, we are the new witches. So we want to serve people who are also.
0: Right. New. And we're, and, and it's good practice for us just to go through and be like, okay. Because I, while mm-hmm. researching, like, again, like I've been quote unquote practicing for years, but only officially For about a year i'm still learning new things and uh every time i look something up i'm like oh like i knew that this was used for that but i didn't know it was used for this and Mm -hmm. i think that's really where you know when we say like witchcraft is literally just tons of research that's what we mean like you're never going you are never going to learn everything all right i don't care like what stage you are in your craft like some new witch is going to come up with something that an elder witch does not know about and mm-hmm. it's going to blow their fucking mind. And that's just like what, what you just you never stop learning. That's that's all I have to
1: say about that.
0: Um, Excellent. OK, so the next thing we have is bells. Uh, so bells are this u- is
1: actually something that I very recently learned. Of. I did not know. Yeah. Anyways, go, go ahead. I, no,
0: it's really exciting. I can't wait to get I don't have a bell for my altar or for my rituals. But um, bells are used to mark passage in a ritual. Um, so when, when you're looking through some spells, not all of them, not, I haven't come across a lot of them, but they do, some of them do, uh, require a bell to mark the beginning and the end of a ritual. Um, these are also, I think I stated in a, in a previous, I think the last episode we did for, um, uh, witchcraft DIY, like how to clear a space. You can use bells to clear a space because it's it's the same as like, it's a kind of sound clearing. Um, Mm -hmm. So, I uh, yeah, I'm very excited to try to use that in my, in my practice in the future.
1: And, like, just how – it's amazing also to see some of these elements that they are used across practices and across religions, across cultures. Yeah. Like, the power of sound to um, represent a beginning or to clear the air. Like, I mean, has anyone ever gone to, like, a yoga class and, like, the – the like the bowl with the rimming, the e, rimming. Oh my god, um, <laughs> <a> rimming. <laughs> All right, we'll just, oh, we'll just cut, cut that out. <laughs> I'm leaving it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's yeah. So that was that was cool to learn about fowls recently, and like I didn't know that they could be used like in place of sage. Like, hey, if you don't like the smell of sage or any other like burning stuff to cleanse, you can also just use
0: spells yeah Uh, yeah and that's the other thing is that like I noticed after I think I just mentioned in our previous episode a spooky one that I just saged my house and it smells it smelt like weed for two days and uh (laughs) so I've just been thinking like I know sage is like such a powerful tool to use to cleanse but um you know being a gray witch like I I'm very okay with all kinds of energies. The problem with this particular one is that it was just it was pestering me and like didn't make me feel good and I couldn't sleep. And thankfully, I'm now able to sleep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it worked. Um, Did its job. Yeah, and like sage is say potent. It will. It's like spir-
1: it's just like it's like a it's a, a uh, spiritual
0: bleach. It like mm-hmm. will clear clean slate. Just clean slate. One hundred percent. Like start over. And I'm really glad I did that, Um, you know,
1: is open your windows when you're cleansing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, the thing is, is that like for me, when it came to like clearing, clearing the house, like I was worried about, I mean, I did feel bad. Like we just moved in this house and I didn't want to like upset any energies that used to live here. You know, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to do that. I again, like being a gray witch, I I tend to be more neutral about like energies and situations and, um, you know, spell work. Uh, mm-hmm. but when it gets to a point where it's affecting you or you're just not feeling good about it and it becomes more than just negative it starts to enter into that like um evil
1: situ- yeah and it was like, also just straight affecting your health because you yeah, weren't getting any i wasn't sleep. getting
0: any sleep and i was i was being basically like like my sleep paralysis was just getting so bad and and it was not just affecting me it got to the point where it started affecting Andrew, my boyfriend. He couldn't sleep either because I would have to have a light on and um he can't sleep with a light on. So at that point I was just like, I just need to do something and yeah. it just came to that point and I knew that like doing anything besides saging was just not going to be it just knew I just knew deep down that I needed to do that. Yeah. And the night I did it, it was so much better. <laughs> and I've been able to sleep <laughs> uh super well after that um that's great but i digress uh so
1: so yeah what what were you gonna say sorry no continue on Bells. sorry i'm
0: eating a meeting finally
1: i finally got my cider nice (laughs) so this is like the first alcohol that i've had in um basically since i last visited melanie and we you know conceived this plan for the podcast so um freaking lightweight right now I'm, i've <laughs> taken like three sips and i'm like Ooh, this warmth <laughs> in my belly what is this
0: <laughs> i love like i love like i'm feeling good <laughs> it, i love podcasts where you're just a little loopy It's oh, okay yeah. um uh, the other thing i wanted to say too about the fact that i didn't sage right away and i think this needs to, i just wanted to tell you about this is just that mm-hmm. i was i've been trying to like contact my dad my dad that passed right yeah and i was worried that because saging is such a powerful tool to use that um i wouldn't be able to like actually talk to him Mm -hmm. and like i know that i can i can probably like do something to to bring that up but i i I just i was worried about like missing the opportunity and so that was like putting it off um but uh i do hope to like in the future um
1: try to talk to him <laughs> so yeah yeah you will get that chance i know it
0: yeah um yeah i mean you know the other thing i was thinking too is that i really want to dive into like ancestry work <gasps> yes because of, yes. Um, just because we both like you have like such a a tremendous like family and like family history and i didn't know up until last um i want to say like february uh, I didn't know like how intense like my family history was so I'm really excited to do that and for people that were kind of confused like my my father committed suicide when I was like 12 and um I didn't really know him at all and so I've been like kind of on a journey to figure out who he was and, and that's why I didn't like sage my house right away so that's that yeah anyways uh, on to the Next topic, we have right. candles. I sent you a, a little screenshot. where did you send it? Candle. I sent it to your. Where did I send this? I think it's we a- talk.
1: So we talk through so many different channels. Guys. <laughs> it's like we we s- Zoom, uh, yeah. Facebook Messenger, actually texting yeah. over the phone. Uh, I do. We email our own Gmail sometimes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, and then Instagram, and it's like Th-
0: this has become so- chaos. Just by the way. <laughs> we're going through chaos for y'all um so anyways the next one I have is candles and Mm -hmm. um but oh sorry I should have said I I sent it to you I texted it to you oh you texted it yeah so I I'm trying to find out who made this because I found it on Pinterest and it's a very it's a very simple I really like this design I wish I could I could send it um or show people on the podcast but it's a very simple design about like candle color and their meanings and it's a very like simple like A little blurb, and I think it's perfect for this episode. So, candles obviously represent the element of fire. Candle colors are uh, important in spells as well as providing a positive feeling to your space. Uh, Certain Mm. candles can be dressed in different herbs and oils um, to add uh, to your spells and strengthen the spell that you're working on.
1: Oh my gosh, I ordered, I just ordered some um, like tea candles. Mm hmm through etsy Mm -hmm. and this girl she like has all these herbs and all these crystals and you tell her like what herb crystal combination you want on it and i just ordered five of them i'm so stoked to start using them in my spell work because right now i've only been using like the one white candle which is you know the default if you don't have Have
0: anything yeah anything like the different colors
1: Uh uh-huh you just go with white because that one yeah all the colors in it i mean and scientifically what white is yeah yeah.
0: you don't have like the other thing is that like if you if you have herbs (laughs) you can dress your own uh your own candle if you have Mm -hmm. the ability to like if you have an oil and then you put herbs around it like that's that's dressing like a lot i don't know what they're called like the long ones
1: Um, oh the tapers
0: see you know um (laughs) uh, so uh to help okay so these are these kinds of candles can help strengthen the spell that you're working on and the other thing I want to stress is that like if you're making like a spell jar or something um candles are a great way to seal the spell jar to kind of like keep all of your intention all of your energy everything that you want that spell to have you can seal it with a candle and that will keep everything that you're you're trying to like put into that spell in it uh and if you don't have a specific color white candle Mm-hmm. like Maria said is the, the default. default. Yeah. You you yeah. can you can use a white candle for anything.
1: Also, I think what's um important to know as well, they don't have to be as grand as mm-hmm. maybe you think in your mind. Sometimes it's best to use like a birthday candle size candle, especially if if like a spell calls for letting a candle burn all the yep. way down. You don't want to like wait <laughs> 6 hours for like a pillar candle to just already
0: Right. I think, or, you know. I think it comes in, I think this is like one of those things, like what is the spell that you're working on? Is it something that yeah, you just want to do like quickly? Like I mm-hmm. did a spell with my daughter, uh, Kaylin, not too long ago. Uh, it was a, a money spell, but I wanted to make sure that this money spell lasted for a while. So I got one of those seven day candles from like the dollar store and it's just like this large green candle lit that mm-hmm. sucker and it lasted. I'm going to tell you right now, it lasted for longer than seven days. It lasted for like two weeks. Oh wow. And that shit would burn all day long. Like, wow. I was impressed. <laughs> so,
1: that candle, don't quit. <laughs> yeah, so again,
0: it depends on the kind of um spell you're working on like uh mm-hmm. like a like a money spell or if you have a money bowl. Those kinds of candles you you should you should keep them kind of going or at least attempt to keep keep it going cuz then it just keeps, you know, that energy kind of keeps flowing. Um if it's just like a one and done, Then you want something like what maria said like a small candle or even a tea light candle like i have like i get these ones from the dollar store that are just like the little Mm -hmm. tea lights that are in the different colors Mm -hmm. um so now i kind of want to go through like just the colors very quickly um just to give people like a small yes the uh, fun part the colors why don't you do why don't you do
1: this oh okay cool so um i guess we'll just go kind of rainbow order ish yeah um but we'll start with a red candle so red um represents courage passion strength um and so this is interesting because i used to think that pink candles were used for this and pink candles are kind of similar in that they can still be used for like love but like red if you think like just that fiery passion this that yeah. intensity of the color red versus pink mm-hmm. um is a fun way for me at least to like remember the difference because I used to kind of almost get it backwards yeah um so pink is more like for spell work for like friendship love especially self-love yes um so I, I love I mean I think I I, po- I posted on our Instagram and it's saved to our highlights and our stories um a self-love jar spell that I did yeah it was so nice and <sighs> yeah, um, that was that was a fun one to post. Um, And so for spells like that, a really appropriate candle would be a pink candle. And right. it's also um a great to represent like femininity. Yes. Um, And then we have like I said arms. earlier in one oh, of yeah. them,
0: it's a punk rock mm-hmm. color. Like if you want to feel good about yourself, like I know people like look yeah. at pink as like, oh, it's like a frou-frou color. Or it's not like my boyfriend's favorite color is pink. And my boyfriend is punk rock as fuck.
1: Like that's all I have to say. It's a it's honestly, just, it's a badass that's color. Awesome. Like, uh, I loved. I was me and Gavin were were watching um Tiger King, and then there's that guy that was one of the husbands of Tiger King, right? And like, I just fucking love pink camo. I don't know. <laughs> Tiger King for but the. But it winch. like ended up that like the I always forget what his I forget what his name is the husband. He's the one like with missing teeth. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> He's got teeth now though. Um. <laughs> But like he ended up like not even being gay. you know, actually even gay. Yeah. Yeah. He just anyways, but he's just like we, very is very it- secure in himself. I just love when when people are secure in themselves for liking things that aren't gender like norm gender norms. I, I think that colors like just, and clothing Yeah
0: need to like not be like and toys, like all of that bullshit needs to go away. Like gender is subjective, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just think that like color shouldn't be genderized personally. It, it really should not.
1: Okay, but uh, um, continuing but anyways, on. Oof, again, we digress, as we do often. <laughs> no tangents as fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> hopefully you guys enjoy our tangent slash banter. We'll hopefully, see. That's why you're here. All right, hopefully. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so now we have orange. Orange. And that one um, is symbol symbolic of justice. Ambition creativity
0: i think i need to note too that this is just one little image that i found mm-hmm. online that i don't know who to credit for it uh but the, these these candles obviously have other things associated to them so you you should on your own time research mm-hmm. each color candle so that and sometimes really get...
1: colors will mean a, a different thing right. than what is commonly like, known like what does the color mean to you because well, like, again yeah like
0: for example sorry for interrupting you like i like going to um college as an art major the class that i went to gave me a different perspective on colors for example like red to me always i know this is like very weird and it should be white but to me red means like purity and like innocence um if you think about it in like the terms like blood (laughs) uh and then (laughs) orange what used to be like well i shouldn't say used to be it's still kind of like one of my favorite colors but um is also representative of the color passion so i think it just depends and it can also yeah. be like your own personal feeling
1: yeah and if like you're listening from a different part of the world and these colors culturally mean different things to you um just like in some cultures like people don't wear black to funerals and that's like um offensive if you wear black to a funeral versus you know in here and we're in the States, like right. everyone wears black, you know, it's like, it's so subjective to what it means to you personally, mm-hmm. what it represents in your culture. Um, and so honestly, again, just kind of, these are just guidelines, just like general guidelines, right. but yeah, that's our little like disclaimer. Yeah, exactly. Um, next is, uh, purple or violet. Um, this is spiritual power wisdom. And I guess if you think of like, um, An like the chakras, yeah. The chakras like yeah. the the purple one, it's like your third eye. Yeah. So um think about that intuition. spirituality, that intuition,
0: mm-hmm. um psychicness, like your exactly mm-hmm.
1: Totally. And then we're on to yellow. Um so that one's gonna be joy, comfort, communication, which again now if you're maybe you go by the chakras. If it's gonna be communication, then it's gonna probably be a blue candle if mm-hmm. you're going by the chakra colors, but um most widely, it's known for like joy, comfort, communication. Yeah,
0: yellow. And it, yeah, and I now I associate yellow with like confidence. I just do because of yeah. um my good friend Raven who gave me this beautiful like citrine stone that's yellow and it's just so pretty and it just reminds me of
1: confidence. So awesome. Um, brown. Um, this is going to be representative of uh, if you're trying to do spell work for like stability. Um protecting like your house uh maybe geared towards animals like i think of it like brown like it's like earthy so like beings of the earth um that's how i kind of remember that color we have blue and that one is like calm protection um perception which i think is an interesting one too yeah green this one is kind of Really, I think um, everyone kind of thinks of this when they think green, like health, money, growth.
0: I have a funny, not
1: a funny. I kind of have a shitty
0: story to talk about about the color. <laughs> I love green. How it went
1: from funny to shitty. Sorry. It
0: well, my sister sent it to, sent me this thing on TikTok.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and she was like, "You know, it's true." And I and I kind of was like, "What the fuck?" So I watched the video, and it was this girl describing that people that are into like gothiness or more macabre things tend to also be um attracted to the color green and it's because Mm -hmm. uh green god i'm gonna say this wrong i know it already but green was like used to color like clothing and all kinds of things and people started like getting sick because of it because of the color green and so during this time like people are like dying because of the color green
1: oh so green started like symbolizing death. death yeah oh yeah
0: i could be wrong i don't know i should probably that's a really
1: cool like that's a really cool story if it's if it's true yeah so um that's pretty (laughs) i love like learning just like etymology of things yeah meaning yeah
0: yeah i'll I'll have to like post that on our uh instagram at some point because it was just Mm -hmm. like such an interesting little like tiktok i was like holy shit i never knew that about the color green okay so continue sorry
1: awesome um we have black, which is safety, pride, purification. Um, I think uh, people might uh, like when you think of black candle, and you're not um, educated in witchcraft, you kind of see it as something um, sinister. So it's kind of for me learning. Um, it was kind of mind blowing. I'm like purification. Like yeah. black is usually represented as the opposite of pure yeah. in kind of our society. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so safety, pride, and purification. Then we have white, which again can be, white can be used for any purposes, but um, it's known for like divination, healing, and innocence. So for example, for, so for Melanie, mm-hmm. she, her innocence is like red, but mm-hmm. more widely known, it's it's white. And then the metallic colored candles, so gold, if you're using a gold candle, um, this is for wealth Uh, prosperity like an increase of something and then silver which represents victory dreams and intuition and those are the Some, and and I also seen like spell work though where it asks for like a pale green candle yeah I mean I'm sure there's a a particular meaning to why it's pale green or and um, like your version of purple
0: is going to be different than someone else's version of purple. And yeah. your version of yeah. pink is going to be different than someone else's version of pink. And so it's it's really subjective to the user. It's really subjective to the practicer. Um, yeah. I have a video that I will link to this particular episode and also on our website um, when it comes to candle colors. Uh, I found a really great source for it. And she kind of goes through everything each one in depth and it's a very good um youtube video so if you're interested in that it'll be there
1: awesome yeah i think um it's a really good i think cover of candles Mm -hmm.
0: okay so now that we've gone through the color of candles remember if you don't have any of those just use a white candle because it's the same (laughs) uh it covers all of the colors um the next one is we have bulls so having a bowl on your altar can represent the element of earth. A bowl can hold water, sea salt and oils. There are also bowls known as like scrying bowls, but mm-hmm. that's like a divination thing. I don't know if you have if you want to use like one bowl specifically to like water and your herbs and oils and that kind of thing and then one for scrying, but to me like if you're using a bowl for scrying it probably holds like water in it. So I'm not really sure how that works i've never well, yeah because this- there's
1: there's water scrying yeah exactly yeah, so- it's like similar to like when people try to look in a crystal ball and try-
0: mm-hmm. yeah so i'm going gonna-
1: oh my god we're gonna do an episode of scrying because it's so interesting i just fucking love
0: yeah I, I think like what would be cool is to go through the different kinds of divination and then at some point like mm-hmm. picking out a few that that you can practice and like doing like a like an like an exercise mm-hmm. during that That not during, but like just like describing an exercise for people because, um, man, divination is crazy. (laughs) Like there's just so many divination is crazy. Yeah. Okay. So the next one we have is oh sorry I didn't I didn't finish my sentence. (laughs) It is it is is, your thought? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get through this. I promise. Uh, it is important to have a bowl that can hold sea salt, since a small bowl of sea salt on your altar can cleanse um your other tools and crystals and this is true like i mm-hmm. i don't use sea salt i use um like a pink himalayan salt and i use that to like cleanse my tools and crystals um so again like it really depends on like what you like i just love the look and the feel and you know the i don't know what it, it just feels right to use pink himalayan mm-hmm. salt
1: i think as long as it's salt salt yeah, is just like purifying it's purifying yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, the next one we have is incense. So incense symbolizes the element of air. It can be used to clear energy, um, uh, cleanse your space, and it welcomes positive energies and spirits to you. So like, like for example, I bleach the fuck out of my house. <laughs> and so at some point, what I'm going to do is like during a reading or during a, a spell work, I'll, I'll light incense in my little room. And that'll be like a positive, welcoming feeling for spirits towards me. So you can do that. Uh, some people choose to, like, cleanse their house with bundles. Like, I, mine was a bundle, but, like, man, that sage was so potent. <laughs> mine was a bundle of uh, lavender, sage, and rosemary.
1: Ooh, lovely. Yeah,
0: you would think it was lovely. It just smelled straight up like weed. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I love lavender. I love lavender, and I love the smell of uh, rosemary, but there, those smells were nowhere to be found in that. <laughs> so
1: interesting okay
0: um then we have herbs uh herbs are used for all kinds of different like witchcraft related things from like Mm -hmm. um like i said like dressing your candles to different kinds of like spell work like certain spells will call for certain herbs and so uh i guess herbs have been used by witches for eons myrrh was burned on a daily basis by ancient egyptians um this was done as an offering to the gods so that's something that you know if you're interested in like working with deities and gods and stuff you can you can look up like the kinds of deities that you want to work with and um present yeah. certain herbs to them
1: yeah and using herbs and, and and particularly using them in like incense is like across the world across mm-hmm. generations across um religious beliefs um if you ever been to a church and like the, the priest is swinging the thing and the smoke's coming out. Like, you know, it's not just witches that, that use herbs and incense to, um, protect, um, like sacred space or sacred moments. Um, yeah, as personally for me as like a green witch, I work a lot with herbs. Um, particularly I use them like to make teas right now I'm taking a, um, an online course in herbalism to learn more of like about the more medicinal properties of like making learning how to make salves and tinctures and syrups and all that jazz um because right now I've I've just mostly been focused on just like tea blends um so it's kind of exciting to be learning about that and that really it's like it's what I find personally beautiful about herbs is that each of them have these qualities not just like metaphysical but just like physiological yeah and and when you think about it it's just you're actually just harnessing the magic of the earth like Dude, their purpose is magic like I feel like people don't understand that using herbs um obviously there are herbalists that put together like teas and they don't feel spiritual about it they're just like these are the properties you know, and that's yeah that. these are properties naturopath uh, nat- like uh, homeopathic right yeah um but that's the, the magic
0: is that like that's the magic yeah. is that they
1: have this purpose and that our bodies React to them. Mm -hmm. Um, And what personally I think is great about turning to herbs is for like ailments or medicinal purposes, Mm -hmm. um, along with along with like metaphysical, it's like, it's of the earth, it's of nature, rather than using something that's been isolated and mass produced um, in Mm -hmm. a lab. That's the stuff that's going to give you like side effects Mm-hmm. um so there's just like the power plants i can go on i don't want to no, take I'm, away th- i mean like but, yeah
0: like i've always loved i've always loved uh lavender for example and like i've always used lavender in spells and i've used it in like my bath and whatnot but last night was the first time i used it in a tea like i drank that mm. shit, and mm-hmm. it was like heaven like it's it tastes amazing i i made it with like a chamomile and like i put mm-hmm. honey in it and it was just like the best tea I've had in my entire, and I I live with someone that loves teas and is a connoisseur of teas, and I I don't know what it was, just having lavender, was the fucking shit. And
1: lavender is so lovely, it's so good. I... Can
0: we just describe for ex- for all of our listeners <laughs> what lavender entails? Let's just go. Let me just let me just tell you real fast, like what lavender, what the properties of that is. <laughs> while we're on the on the um, subject of herbs, it honestly like. I, I don't know. I felt all of them last night. I'm going to tell you that right now. So lavender... Or- mm-hmm. Go ahead. Lavender relieves stress and promotes relaxation. It supports brain function. It promotes deeper sleep. Mm-hmm. It freshens and purifies the air. It supports normal respiration. It supports a healthy nervous system. It's great for
1: circulation. Mm-hmm. Really great for circulation.
0: It soothes and uh, revitalizes skin, reduces muscle soreness, supports the immune system, and has a high antioxidant value, like it is the best. And I, yeah, I feel, lavender's the shit, dude. I felt like I felt amazing last night. Yeah, and I yeah. slept I, like I said, like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, and it's it's also just so fun to uh, use herbs synergistically mm-hmm. when you. That's like when you're using blends um, for them to kind of like harmonize in their different. Functions, but yeah, I I'm obsessed with like anything floral. Like I love lavender, especially. Like I'm growing lavender in my backyard. I have a lavender. Um, uh, I I use the uh bites, like the toothpaste bites. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that, like where it's like a tablet and you chew it up, and then that's how you brush instead of using toothpaste. Yeah,
0: I have. So it's seen like those. more
1: like zero waste. Um, they just a bite just came out with a flavor that was lavender lemon. Oh my god, it's so lovely. If there's like anything flavored with like lavender, I am. All over it. Yeah, same. Freaking love it.
0: I just know I'd never consumed it before. I think because I've had issues with like weed in the past. And like just, I I worry about like my consu- uh, my consumption of different like herbs and things. So I was kind of uh, worried about it. But then when I looked it up, I was like, I'm just going to try because everybody says, you know, if you want to sleep well, like drink lavender and yeah. some tea. And I was like, I'm just going to do it.
1: Well, and I have like a, a sleepy time spray. With, that's a mix of essential oils that now Gavin's like. Let me grab it. it he's obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. It's um, it obviously like so. It's like a, a again aromatherapy. Um, it has like lavender, tangerine, bergamot, geranium, cypress, frankincense, coconut, and chamomile oils. Frankincense, like that's, I've heard, is like,
0: like really good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's like obsessed with it. Like I. <laughs> He, um, uh, like, I I got the spray, and he I, I, he's like, what is this? And I sprayed it when I lay out, it helps you go to sleep. And now he cannot, we cannot go to sleep without him just, like, dousing the headboard, <laughs> the pillows, the covers. <laughs> One time he even started spraying my hair with it. <laughs> just like, oh my god.
0: That's so cute.
1: But anyways, yeah. So, yeah. so that's a little that's, bit about
0: herbs. We'll probably have another episode. A little bit, a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> We'll have another episode at some point just about herbs and and, uh, uses and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So another tool that witches use is uh, divination, divination tools. That's going to be a separate episode as well, but I'll just give you kind of like a small description of what it entails. So um, there are a variety of ways to use divination in your practice. It is up to the individual witch what they choose best suits them. The witch may feel particularly connected to using tarot cards or ruins or oracle cards or scrying or using just a pendulum Mm. um so uh i don't want to go into the various forms of divination palm reading palm reading is another one there's Mm -hmm. so many types of divination um basically what divination is it's like a way to increase your intuition
1: yeah like just and like using that intuition to decipher um, messages whether that's from an entity a deity or just just your inner voice yeah like working through your, like your inner
0: yeah basically, problems like a
1: self-reflection tool
0: mm-hmm. it's been used in like mental health as well mm-hmm. I've heard of therapists using and actually I um shout out to Carla um sh- this beautiful lady that used to be my uh, psychology teacher Uh, she's this amazing, beautiful person. And before I even got into, like, witchcraft, I didn't understand that she was bringing decks, (laughs) oracle cards and tarot cards and, like, archetype cards into the classroom. And, like... That's amazing. Having these, like, exercises where we would grab them and, like, we'd talk about them. And it was in a fucking psychology class, like, using witchcraft (laughs) Uh tools. (laughs) And we have talked about this, like, even if...
1: All of the, let's like, let's say all of this is just a placebo effect and you don't believe in anything spiritual going on right. when you're like going through your tarot deck, just using it. Every single card has a lesson in it. Yeah. So the worst that you're doing is like, you're sitting down, you're self-reflecting, you're having an inner dialogue. So it is a form of communication, whether that is with some um, force or energy that is external or your internal like communication with just yourself it's a it's a tool for mindfulness absolutely
0: yeah exactly and I think that's really like again that's where the magic lies it it might not be you know like Harry Potter (laughs) where we're making things float (laughs) um but uh you know there is there's a lot of magic in like what's unknown and Mm -hmm. and when you find it out it's like oh my gosh like that's amazing I can't believe like that's that's something that I was missing this entire time I was living you know
1: I really want to learn how to read tea leaves. That's one divination that I feel Mm. like. Why haven't I already started? I know it's like right up your alley. You will. It totally is. I am set on doing it one day, but for now, I'm just trying to like learn all about like my medicinal herbalism, which is like a lot for my brain.
0: Like I said, it's it's a it's a learning curve, and you're going to be practicing all kinds of things and researching Mm -hmm. all kinds of things. So like we have time. So
1: there is time. Don't especially with this shelter in place. I have so much time. Yeah, <laughs> I've never not- been so productive.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um which is great. But yeah, so s- something that we should say to our listeners is just like don't feel like you need to learn all of this right away. Like no. take your time mm-hmm. with it and really like really like sit with your with yourself and and with the research that you're finding and like see what resonates. Um and don't feel like you have to don't feel pressured to be so informed right away. Like it's okay to like take things you know at your own pace. Mm-hmm, totally. um, so the next one I have is crystals, which is huge. That's a huge huge uh, thing. Crystals. And and I don't even I don't even know where the where the fuck to start with crystals. Honestly, so crystals many. are
1: probably the the one in my opinion the the one like really witchy element that has been so accepted in normal society. We're looking at you goop. Yeah. yeah with your crystal filled water bottles I mean I, I mean I I totally believe in the power of crystals obviously that's how I got into my witchiness at first that it was getting my first set of crystals but I just find it like amazing just like how people have totally accepted I think like crystals and working with them and not thinking how or realizing how witchy they really are I feel like they're sentient Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I didn't tell you. So, um, when I was giving Leticia a tarot reading, Leticia's my little sister. She's actually the one that made our theme music. She's amazing. She's only 17, but she's a musical genius. And I, I love, love her. our
0: fucking theme. Oh, she's just perfect. Yeah, she I made it, it in
1: like an hour. She's like, oh, you want it to sound mysterious and spooky, but not like <laughs> Halloween music? Got it. An hour later, she has boom. Done. Like, masterpiece. She oh is God. a, what would you call her? What did
0: I call her last time? A, uh, no, I didn't call her a savant. What did I call her? But savant,
1: she's yeah, she's not a savant, um, but she is a, like she has perfect pitch. What
0: is that it called? It's called something um, specific. She's a oh, prodigy, prodigy is what prodigy. I called her. Yes, that mm-hmm. is the term that I used.
1: Yeah, she's amazing. Anyway, so I was giving her a tarot reading and I coupled it with crystals. Um, so I wanted to see intuitively which one of my crystals she would grab for and see how the context of the purpose of that crystal, like how that, um, you know interacted with what came through the cards yeah and um i mean i won't tell her or tell you guys what the reading was because i think that's you know obviously private but when she was going through them after the reading like she was putting her she picked a rose quartz she put the rose quartz back and then she was going through and she's like i feel like each of these is a different person Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and like leticia doesn't know anything about witchiness like I came out to my family so recently.
0: Yeah.
1: Like now they're learning. But it was like I haven't told Letty about Letty about anything like for my crystal about my crystals. She knew I had them. She never asked about them though. And then when she's interacting with them, she's like, I I think my sister's much more intuitive than she gives herself credit for. Yeah. But she's like going through the crystals and she was like telling me like this one has a masculine energy. Um, this one feels like a very old soul. This one feels very youthful and like sprightly. Like she was like, she was describing people's personalities and a lot of them like really were very spot on to kind of like what the crystal purpose is like, you know, which is really wild. It was just the coolest experience. I'm like, I am so proud of you. Yeah. That's an (laughs) amazing,
0: that's so amazing. Yeah, it's something that, like, I notice when I, like, not that someone's ever pointed that out, but, like, I personally feel like when I do a reading, sometimes I'll have people pick a certain uh, certain crystal or stone, mm-hmm. and oftentimes those crystals and stones will correlate so perfectly with what the reading is about. Mm-hmm. And, like, it'll be, like, what they either need to let go of or what they need to focus on, and, like... It's that's a, that's just like another form of divination. It's just like crystal reading. And, Mm. um, and I do, I do feel like that. I feel like the crystals sometimes like kind of help guide me in a way. And I think that's like why they feel sentient. It's just like, they feel like they feel like very, 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 very old souls.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's important if anyone is trying to get into crystals, you don't have crystals. You want to go out and start, start your crystal collection, um, really focus in when you're like at a crystal store or even if you're shopping online. Um, I think before you look into their meanings, um, try to see just which ones you're intuitively gravitating towards. Well, the other and thing it's kind of fun to, to have go through that process of like which one am I is like calling me and then learning the purpose of it. Um after. And absolutely like you can go out and be like, um, I need, you know feel more grounded so I look it up okay I'm gonna get tourmaline that's obviously okay because that's how I first started getting crystals but I think it's fun to go through a process of seeing which one is is calling you
0: yeah I think like my very first stone that I wanted I really wanted obsidian like super bad because I just felt like it was so it just like called to me but I Mm -hmm. actually didn't get an obsidian stone until like uh way 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 into my practice um i think the very first stone that i obtained was probably rose quartz Mm -hmm. um but i was gonna say you know my sister she recently started getting pretty into what i was doing and asking questions and Mm -hmm. she uh sent me a cute little birthday gift um and she got me this is so
1: cute i know i saw your instagram story about it Yeah,
0: i'm so happy like she bought me my first ever spell book and so cool <laughs> i i i've n- i've never had a spell book i've always just kind of like i said before i kind of uh, identified as an eclectic witch so i would just find things and like kind of do my own whatever with it and my spells always mm-hmm. have been pretty successful so i never really bought like a spell book um i didn't really know that they truly existed <laughs> so <laughs> now that i know that they do is like pretty crazy but um so she bought me my moon spells book and um she like while she was doing this she was telling me what she was getting and then i was like well are you interested in crystals and so we were going through and i i gave her like a list of things i thought she should like the first kinds of crystals that she could use and benefit from and i think every witch should probably have a a crystal for grounding and protection a crystal for like Mm self-love and then something that's just for themselves like would you agree that those are like three crystals that like yeah resonate I don't know I just feel like I feel like a protection crystal is like super important um mm-hmm. and then uh like something for self love just because like I feel like oh, that's something that we all struggle with we all struggle with like a little bit of like feeling good and whether then, it
1: is rose quartz or like citrine that brings you confidence well, citrine, yeah.
0: yeah citrine i am such an advocate for citrine stone i'm like just wear that shit put it on your skin make sure you're like wearing it all the time it feels so good <laughs> so
1: yeah yeah citrine's a good one um yeah like my first three crystals were kind of pretty much like what you described like one that's like um for self-love one that's grounding or protective and then the other one that's just like kind of for you whatever calls to you Mm -hmm. um and for me i got my black tourmaline just grounding and protective and then um my rose quartz very known for healing and Mm self-love and then the third one because i thought i was really originally going to walk out of that store just with those two um and i was passing by you know just a pile of more crystals and i kind of stopped and i grabbed one and i didn't even really see what the labels were Mm -hmm. um and i grabbed a little moonstone and it was kind of wild because it's it's a very kind of milky cloudy like yellowish form of moonstone so it's not like the very pretty iridescent like opalescent kind of ones that you see in jewelry Mm -hmm. um so i i did not identify like oh moonstone i'm gonna grab that it was just i felt like it was what i needed Mm -hmm. and then um the gals i was like oh what what kind of what what crystal is this and the gals like oh that's moonstone great for like um femininity and intuition and dream work blah, blah blah and I'm like okay cool like I just really like this one yeah um and it's pretty wild because a lot of my jewelry i already like i'm obsessed with moonstone jewelry yeah um which I thought was kind of like really cool that that kind of just like affirmed my pull towards moonstone
0: right yeah I've actually never been to like a crystal shop I went to like one.
1: Oh, I, if you visit me, I, uh, there's one in Santa Rosa that I'll take you to. It's yeah. so I, awesome.
0: I've literally only ever been to, like, two witchy shops. One, I went in with Andrew, and, like, this place had, like, such a, like, snobby feel to it. And I remember, mm-hmm. so I was, like, going in looking for tarot cards, and they didn't have any tarot cards. And so I was looking around, and, like, I just it just felt weird in there. And I've never I've never really like gone. pretentious? Yeah, like pretentious, mm-hmm. you know? And so we walked out and then I just kind of gave up on the idea of like finding a, um, finding a shop. And then uh, one day when I was doing an art gallery, uh, there was a girl that had like, I think her name, I think her artwork is like lunar moon designs or something, lunar art. And she was connected to this other girl who has a shop called um, The Freckled Moon. And Mm. dude, her shop is so cute. And she was like, yeah, come on in, like, um she wanted to like sell my artwork in her shop uh, I haven't given oh. her any I'm kind of glad I didn't because the pandemic kind of happened like quickly afterwards but she was the best like we went in we talked a little bit I got my um uh, my satin bar tower and um an obsidian an obsidian tower um mm-hmm. and uh man like beautiful beautiful crystals but um she gave Kaylin this like cute little like unicorn stuffed animal for free she just like let oh, her have it. it was the sweetest yeah. yeah it was super she was the, she's the sweetest but yeah look her up um freckled moon she's yeah. the cutest
1: man the the people that um run these those like witchy shops are usually the sweetest I mean, with, people like, the, yeah the, with the exception of like that maybe that pretentious place that maybe they were just more about like the aesthetics and I don't know uh but for like 95 percent of those shops like you're gonna get people they're so generous Mm -hmm. and they're so kind yeah when I got the rose quartz tourmaline and moonstone um I wanted like a cute like little dish that they could live on and she had some dishes there but they were ceramic and they're really brightly colored and my palette is a lot more like neutral with some blues and greens in it you know so it just wasn't I was looking for something I'm like mm, no like I don't want something that's bright red or like I just wanted something pretty that was my style and I couldn't find it and yeah. I was like describing to her like my aesthetic
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, I'm like I'm sure I'll just find it somewhere else it's, it's okay and she's like hold on one second she goes to the back room and she brings out this beautiful like hammered silver dish that she's like i usually use this at like farmers markets or like for displays but you can just have it. Oh. And i'm like are you serious? And she's like yeah just you can have it. It's this beautiful little silver dish and it's like very like organically like shaped because it's like that hammered kind of look and it i love it. It was just so sweet of her.
0: Yeah, that sounds amazing. Like i love places then, like that.
1: Yeah. And then i use loose leaf sage and with that you want it um if you're not holding it or having it in like live in a bowl just burning um you want it to have kind of be like in sand and she gave me this sand that's actually made up of all these like crushed up crystals and that was like absolutely for free like she gave me this all the sage leaves for free and the sand for free it was just yeah it was such such a sweetheart anyways but that's crystals i know we have have a a couple more couple more We're almost done guys hang hang in there hang tight (laughs) yeah we're
0: i mean like we yeah we got a little bit more to go but um the next one is broom a broom is very symbolic of like sweeping the energy and the negative unwanted energies out of your space most people have a broom (laughs) sometimes um, yeah some yeah exactly some people will have like a little tiny broom that's like represented on their altar Mm -hmm. for those for that feeling i guess uh the next one is a mortar and pestle um, we talked about this in a previous ep- previous episode. Basically, what you use um, a mortar and pestle for is like to grind herbs and seeds. Uh, some mm-hmm. sometimes you'll see a witch grinding like eggshells <laughs> for protection. <laughs> this like reminds me of Andrew seeing like eggshells around the front door opening, and he was like, "Why is there cat litter all over the ground?" <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh man. Um so yeah, so mortar and pestles are especially good for creating your own herbal me- uh remedies, spell components, concoctions, mm-hmm. incense and more.
1: Yeah. And they can really like just in like a physical sense um if you're trying to harness like an herb's properties and you like just helping you to mash it up for it th- for it to like more easily release those yeah. um those properties
0: yeah and so um if you don't have the money to buy one i haven't i don't have one yet i found one once at the thrift store and instead of buying it i bought a mirror so <laughs> priorities guys <laughs> um but anyways uh if you don't have one what i do is i just take like a bowl like a glass bowl or something and then uh you can use like a a spoon and mm-hmm. you crush it, Mash up. it up yep this works the same or um, you
1: can just like your hands just like grinding it up yeah exactly dried herbs
0: yeah yeah, Yeah. exactly improvise but Uh yeah mortar
1: vessel is very it's the priority yeah pretty much stone ones or Mm -hmm. metal ones even or wood ones wood ones i think are better for like if you're cooking because they like they hold the seasonings and stuff well and they kind of more cross-contaminate if you are using it for cooking probably a wood one is better for cooking rather than like for herb herbal thank you for that. anyways yeah. i didn't
0: know that thank you that. the more you know <laughs> <laughs> and then uh as i previously talked about in another episode or a former episode former earlier whatever uh earlier episode yeah. yeah um we have the last one which is abalone shell and abalone shells are often used as tools to perform smoke cleansing rituals um, they're very practical uh, to use as a bowl to catch hot cinders um, and hold what remains of the sage bundle after it's burnt. The Witch Bitch amateur Hour has, like, an amazing episode. We love
1: them. To- if you haven't, like, noticed every time mentioning them, they're just awesome. I know. I-,
0: I love, love them, them so much. And-, and I feel bad because I-, I, like, mentioned Macy in one of, like, the previous uh, episodes, and I call her, the- I-, I say, one of the girls. And I don't know why, because I knew it was Macy. But anyways... Um, the other thing that, like, keeps happening with this episode, like, when our, when we're recording is I I keep hearing, it's Ben, and I want to be like, it's Ben! <laughs> it's Ben! And I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> like, that's not, that's not ours. <laughs> <laughs> but I have the want and the need to do that, and think that is very much so Macy's uh, doing, so thank you, Macy. Um, but anyways, <laughs> all right, so uh in the witch bitch amateur hour they do have an episode i'll probably link it at some point down in the in the notes um Mm -hmm. that is dedicated to abalone shell and it's when um charlie kind of talks about like the history of the abalone shell and it's just like such a crazy history and like it really shows you like how powerful the abalone shell is and like why it's used with um like the cleansing rituals um and why it represents all the elements so uh, here I have that the abalone shell is a gift from the sea. It symbolically represents the element of water and the herbs represent earth. Uh, the lit herb represents fire and the smoke represents air. So you have all of the elements. And then like, of course, like the spirit could be either yourself or like whatever you're mm-hmm. cleansing. So you have mm-hmm. all the elements together. It's like, a, a just, Oh, just abalone shell is Like the, the shit dude. Uh, if you have one, that's awesome. Yeah. If you don't have one, like try to get one or do what, uh, maria did and like find a dish where yeah. he this it's made of abalone shell
1: <laughs> yeah so i i found this um old tray and it's pretty much like shattered abalone shells in resin molded into like a little tray so i was like on the lookout for a shell i really wanted specifically a shell um to represent water on my altar and i was almost about to just like purchase an abalone shell on Amazon and when you had it in your house right before <laughs> right before clicking add to cart i remembered that tray that my parents had they never use it it's just like it was just chilling in our pantry um and yeah so i i grabbed it it's you mine took now it. <laughs> i done took it it's on my it's on my altar <laughs> yeah
0: yeah so um the act of cleansing invites mama gaia into the center of the ceremony to hold space for any transformations that will occur essentially when you have an abalone shell on your altar you have like i said you have all five elements represented and it's pretty fucking neat like if you think about it the fact that this one thing represents all like all five of the elements it's like just so neat to me and it's pretty not cool. it's not a pentagram so that's just neat so yeah. that if concludes... you're like me
1: and 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 you're not you don't want a pentagram or a pentacle on your altar. I, not that i like i I don't want one it's just like i don't know it's not my aesthetic
0: i don't know i i didn't really like identify or um and it's not that i had any problem with like the pentacle but for a long time i kind of like avoided having anything that represented it represented it on there And i don't know if it's because of my upbringing of like being christian and like the <sighs>
1: and your family was catholic
0: no my my or, no e- evangelical evangelical
1: okay. yeah um so, i think it's really interesting that you know we have i mean i know a lot of people have christian upbringings because mm-hmm. that's like you know a t- ton of fucking people in america yeah. but i mean if you're if in you're, latin america
0: if you're um raised with a s- spiritual like background like that's Mm -hmm. fucking like not just not just uh religious spiritual like not just like Mm -hmm. christianity like if if your parents are somewhat pagan (laughs) like that's awesome (laughs) i can't believe you were able to grow up that way and it seems insane to me that people actually grew up with like that knowledge and 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 their parents believing in the things that like i now look to for guidance Mm -hmm. um but yeah for a very long time I felt very bad for what I thought was real and what I wanted to be real and what I wanted to practice um and so I think it kind of goes back to like the pentagram I now knowing what it is and like now knowing what it represents like that symbol means a lot more to me and like I own several jewelry pieces I've like a choker with uh like a pentagram on it and I really love that um one because I love chokers and two because it's like Fuck yeah, witchcraft. <laughs> so uh, I feel like it's like part of me that's rebelling finally. I'm in my mm-hmm. 30s and I'm like, fuck everything. Fuck you guys. Fuck religion. <laughs> um, not, I'm not saying fuck your religion. I'm just saying in terms for me, like growing up in the religious It was your breaking
1: free moment.
0: Yeah. Like I, <sighs> my life was insane. And so I, I just, I definitely am kind of more of the, um, anarchist. Does that make sense? <laughs> I just like I don't
1: No shit disturber.
0: Yeah, like like I definitely feel like <laughs> now I? I'm at... No, it's true though. Like <laughs> I like I feel like I purposefully at this point uh you know, try to stay off anything like that. Like I just I don't agree with religion and that's just my own personal, you know, and this is where we differ. It's yeah. like I like that's my personal path and like you have mm-hmm. your personal path and and so and so that's that.
1: Yeah. Well, I think this was a really good episode. We covered a lot of different stuff. Oh, yeah.
0: So I wanted to end the episode, actually, with a little, if people are interested, with a little spell that I found that I really want to do. Um, how do you feel about that? Sure. Okay, I found a couple, but I really want to do this one. Uh, and I'll link where I found it. The spell is called a Jar Spell for Clarity. And it's perfect because it's a springtime spell. Uh, and it's a spell for em- emotional and mental clarity and wisdom. so what you would do is you would gather these are the things that you need um, you need raspberry an amethyst, bay leaf, sage, sunflower seeds, and petals. I don't know if you need specific petals, but I guess you need some petals. sort of flower petal some kind of flower petal mm-hmm. um, so in a bowl, crush the raspberry and soak the closed the clothes of the jar so like the the opening, the lid? the lid, kind. No, maybe not the lid, but the oh, like where you, when like when you open it, the opening of the jar. Mm-hmm. Um, fill the jar with the dried bay leaf, sage, and sunflower seeds. Seal the jar carefully with wax of the color most calming to you. Um, so you're gonna want to charge the amethyst uh, as needed. So like you're gonna invoke like what what you want out of the clarity or like the the, the mental clarity or wisdom. Um, something I think that you really try to do with this spell, like if you're going to do it, I love looking at spells and and like seeing like ways that you can enhance them or ways to make it your own. You could totally write down on a piece of paper. I want strength in my intuition and I I would like clarity in this situation or like just writing down your intentions is so powerful because you're putting Mm -hmm. out your thoughts on something and that, that in itself is energy. You're, you're taking time to write down what you want, or you can make a sigil and then roll it up and put it in a jar along with your crushed um, sage and sunflower seeds. Uh, and then another thing you can do is you can add you can add whatever other herbs you feel like will enhance it as well. Like, so I'm just like on this lavender kick. I would put lavender in there. I just would. Because if it's supposed to be like for calming, like I just feel like it says like seal the jar carefully with wax or a color that's most calming to you. And it's like, well, what's calming? Like I love lavender. And I'd either do it with like a blue or a purple, you know? Like that's me personally. Yeah. Maybe for you, it'd yeah. be something different. Um, so yeah, once you uh, put that inside, then you seal it up with your um, preferred candle wax, and then you have a little, a little clarity spell jar,
1: and that's yay. That. <laughs> so. And if you try out the the spell, um, and you don't mind like recording it or taking photos of it. And then you can tag us. send it to us and tag us yeah. and we'll feature it. That'd be really fun to yeah. see if anyone else um, tries it out there. But yeah, this was an awesome episode. Um, mm-hmm. We'll wrap it up. Yes. Thank you for joining us. We are the new witches. The new ones. Please follow us. We're the new ones. <laughs> um, <laughs> please follow us um, on Instagram and Twitter. Our handle is at the new witches. Find us on Facebook, the new witches podcast podcast. Um, if you'd like to support us which we just so appreciate we have a patreon it's patreon.com slash the new witches and patrons get really awesome exclusive content videos and other perks Um, you'll also be added to our close friends uh, list on instagram so you'll also get to see like exclusive instagram stories from us um and we do have listener episodes every 13th of the month. So we'd love your submission of a witchy, paranormal, or true crime story. Um, you can write it in and email it to us at thenewwitches at gmail.com. And we also have a contact form that you can send that in on our website. And that's thenewwitches.com.
0: The new ones. And
1: the new ones.
0: <laughs> and,
1: stay and that's witchy. it, guys. Stay witchy. Bye.